0: Welcome back, guys, to the penultimate episode of Sustainably Influenced. I'm your host, Bianca Foley. Today, we're uncovering the role of blockchain in creating transparent and traceable supply chains. Over the course of this season, we've looked into real-world examples where blockchain is empowering consumers and businesses to make ethical choices. Today, we're exploring how blockchain-enabled solutions are revolutionizing the way we source, authenticate and trade gemstones, especially diamonds. Blockchain's transparency is a game changer, and we've mentioned this quite a few times throughout the different episodes of this season, particularly in industries where authenticity is paramount. It empowers consumers to make ethical choices by providing a secure, unalterable ledger that tracks the journey of products from their origin to their final destination. This newfound transparency fosters accountability and ensures that ethical standards are met through the supply chain. In sectors like the diamond industry, where concerns about conflict diamonds have persisted for decades, blockchain's transformative potential becomes abundantly clear. By employing blockchain technology, consumers and businesses can confidently identify conflict-free minerals and ethically sourced gemstones, mitigating the risk of inadvertently supporting unethical practices. But the impact extends beyond ethics. Blockchain's traceability also assures the quality and provenance of gemstones, offering consumers a unique level of trust and confidence in their purchases. It's a game changer for gemstone enthusiasts, jewelers and everyone involved in the industry. Blockchain and traceable supply chain technology are making a significant impact on various types of gemstones and the communities involved in their mining. In this episode, we speak at length about traceability in the diamond industry, but I also really wanted to highlight a few other gemstones that are benefiting from blockchain tech, Coloured gemstones like emeralds and sapphires and rubies are also benefiting from this. It ensures transparency in the supply chain, allowing consumers to trace the origin of these precious stones. This not only helps to prevent the sale of gems associated with human rights abuses, but also supports mining communities in regions like Colombia and Myanmar by ensuring fair compensation. The traceability provided by blockchain helps in the authentication of opals and pearls, which can be particularly susceptible to fraud. And something that I knew nothing about until actually speaking to today's guest. In the world of pearl farming, and this is something that we'll talk about. Um, we're not going to speak about this in detail in this episode because we're talking about diamonds. But it's something that I want to raise that our guest Leanne Kemp is dealing with with Ledger, her company. So in the world of pearl farming, the convergence of traditional craftsmanship and cutting edge technology, including blockchain, is sort of ushering in this new era of transparency and trust. Trust seems to be such an important thing when you're talking about traceability. I feel like it's the biggest thing that helps to bring consumers on board with what it is that you're doing. And I think trust is seems to be the key theme running throughout this season. Companies like Everledger have been at the forefront of this sort of charge for change. These innovative pioneers are using blockchain to provide a comprehensive sort of digital ledger that records every crucial detail about the pearls from their origins in oyster farms to their final destinations as exquisite jewellery. Moreover, initiatives like Pearl Points are emerging to further elevate the pearl industry's standards. Pearl Points is the world's first pearl farming assessment tool, supporting environmental, social and corporate governance, and uses blockchain to provide consumers with detailed information about the pearls they purchase, such as their origin, quality and environmental impact. This empowers consumers to make informed choices, promoting the adoption of sustainable and ethical pearl farming practices. Today, I'm speaking to two guests – one of them is Helen Gibb who's the director of product at Ernest Jones and Leanne Kemp who's the founder and CEO of Everledger. Let's get into this conversation it's quite a lengthy one but I think there's a lot of really valuable points in this and you'll learn a lot about what it is that Ernest Jones are doing in the field of traceability but also what Everledger are doing. Thank you both so much for joining me. So we often hear about the importance of responsibly sourced diamonds. Could you elaborate on how blockchain technology can enable the production of fully traceable, responsibly sourced natural diamonds? How does it foster confidence and trust among consumers and stakeholders?
1: So hi, Bianca. Thanks for having me on here. I think it's a really important question. And I think the first thing to explore is what does responsible ethical source diamonds actually mean? because I think they're key words that customers are talking about, but they don't always fully understand what it means. And there's sort of five different things within there. You know, a responsible diamond means you've got fair wages for the workers. You've got safe working conditions. You've got environmentally sound practices and the human rights all upheld. And I think then the last one is one that more people know about, which is no conflict or illegal means, which I think a lot of people have seen the blood diamond film and it's something they can relate to but the rest aren't things people always think about straight away. There are lots of things we have in place to counteract all of those and to make sure we're aware and we're dealing with them all. So, you know, we're founding members of the RJC, which track all of those. So all of our suppliers have to be compliant that we tick all of those boxes. You've then got the Kimberley process, which deals with the conflict-free diamonds, and we make sure that our diamonds have certificates for the Kimberley process to make sure we know they're conflict-free. Now, the really exciting thing for me about blockchain technology is it's almost like having a barcode on a diamond and it's being scanned at every touch point. So you can see exactly where it's come from, what supplier it's gone to, how it's been cut, how it's been polished. It comes with the Kimberley certificate and it's coming with a GSI certificate. So all these things mean you can see and you can be 100 percent guaranteed and positive that you have just bought an ethical source diamond. And I think this is really exciting because companies can talk to the fact they've got ethical source diamonds, but it's really hard to prove it. And actually, through this blockchain technology, you're proving it. And I I think, you know, whenever you buy diamonds, it's an emotional purchase. It tends to have meaning. It's that thing you'll always go back to remember that time. But I don't think there's anything better from a customer perspective to not only celebrate that moment, but also know that you have got a diamond that has been ethically sourced. So for me, I think that's the piece about blockchain. It's just that it gives you that guarantee and there's nothing else that can do that in the same way. From the time we mine
2: a diamond right the way through to it, appearing on the hand of a customer or a consumer, you know, it goes through 18 different changes of hands. And that's even probably one of the most simplistic parts of the supply chain. It can be even more complicated when we think about the piece, the ring and the metals and all of those combinations that come together. And Helen said it correctly. When we think about the importance of responsible sourcing, we have to define what responsible means. and, And sourcing from the supply chain is beyond just the first level relationship. There's a supplier, the supplier, supplier, the supplier, supplier, supplier. And in some instances, even those suppliers have contractors that are bought in for sort of piecemeal pe- positioning and works. So it's the connectedness of that requires really important ways to identify the object and then connect it. And technology purely is a way to sort of bring the stickiness together across that supply chain. Without the ability to be able to identify the diamond at its source, it's an impossibility to bring that diamond through its entire journey. And then of course, connecting it to the ring. And not all rings just have one diamond. (laughs) There is one to many relationship and a many to one relationship that has to be managed. Luckily, blockchain alone doesn't solve for the connectivity across the supply chain, it's a combination of many different technologies that are combined together with blockchain. Just as Helen said, it's like having a barcode on the diamond or a QR code, that's an interaction point. So to our OCR or the ability to bring structured data across data that might just be in Excel spreadsheets and all over the place. So there is a combination, we like to call it a symphony of technologies that is able to then orchestrate that supply chain and bring the most simplistic story, but a really powerful impact story to the hands of the consumer. That's
0: brilliant. I mean, I feel like we could just end the podcast there, to be fair, because the both of you have just answered that so brilliantly. Everybody surely understands what a responsible diamond is from this point. But we will continue. Ernest Jones has a really strong commitment to responsibly source diamonds, and I'm glad that you've both explained what they are. And you're a founding and certified member of the RJC, as you mentioned, the Responsible Jewelry Council. How does blockchain enhance the
1: implementation of best practice standards through initiatives like the Signet Promise? So, our dedication to product integrity is at the core of how we do business. We've taken a leadership role in the development of harmonised industry guidance and standards for many years and are proud pioneers of responsibly sourced conflict free natural diamonds. And we're not only dedicated to our own supply chain, but we're trying to lead efforts to foster increasingly transparent and responsibly sourced jewellery supply chains around the world. And I think companies like ours doing this and not just doing it on the diamond. So, yeah, it's great that we talk about this barcode or QR code that can track that diamond the whole way through those touch points. We've got the recycled metals as well. We haven't just done the one part, we try to do the whole thing through a factory with net zero certs. So we are really trying to lead on that responsibly sourced and sustainable angle. And I think for businesses of our size to be able to do that, it's much harder than those small startups can start saying we're going to be ethical. And they set up every process around that. We were on the table for the RJC, on the table for the Kimberley process. We've been around for a very long time, so it's much harder for us to go on that journey. But we are going on that journey with full effort and focus. And I think the new range we're bringing out, Origin Diamonds, which is all about using blockchain technologies, you've got that full confidence from a customer. You can also see that the metals are recycled. And we're doing it in a net zero cert factory. So we have really pushed that. And I think there's no reason now why other people can't be joining in on that journey. And I just think companies of our size, it's important to lead the way and show examples of what we can do.
2: I said just the other day, a promise's worth shines in its ability to fulfill it. And there's no sort of greater reality to the Origin program with Ernst, Jones and Signet. The words on a page around that diamond promise are then translated and become the universal language that the supply chain speaks to its other itself and to each other, so that they're able to coordinate around that promise to help fulfill it. Because, of course, Signet alone can't fulfill the promise without that connected supply chain, technology, data, partnerships, and the value creation. It's one big cycle, really, when you think about it. The more that we're talking about this... It's like
0: I can visualize how the process works. And I used to be a supply chain manager many, many moons ago, but in the digital disk space way back when. It's not nowhere near as cool, but seeing that kind of process, and I can understand it from a different point of view, I think it's going to lead us in the next 5, 10, 20 years to so much more traceability. And I loved what you said there, Helen, because it is really difficult for an established company with an established supply chain process to then retrospectively go back and completely change that and implement more greener, sustainable practices. And it is easier for smaller brands. That's why we do see so many smaller ethical brands and not so many larger ones, because it is so much harder to implement those practices and make those changes once you've been operating for 50 years. And how do you then go about doing that? And something like this is a great place to start because you're creating a product and you can then go from the beginning and you can take it right back to the origin of its story and take it back through every single step to ensure that traceability, but then also to ensure that responsibility as well. So we've spoken a lot about responsible source diamonds, but Going back to blockchain for a minute, so blockchain transparency that we've spoken about so much across this season is such a game changer, particularly in industries where authenticity is paramount, for example, jewelry and gemstones and diamonds. How does blockchain technology empower consumers to make ethical choices, such as identifying those kind of conflict-free materials, fair trade coffee, for instance, and how does this translate into the diamond industry?
1: So blockchain technology, which I think we've obviously touched on a little bit now, it really is a digital passport. So you can track that diamond at every touch point. So from the diamond perspective, when you're using factories that are RJC certified, you know you've got fair wages. You know you've got safe working conditions. You know it's environmentally sound practices and you know human rights are upheld. And you've got the guarantee from the Kimberley process. that It's non-conflict free. I think from that customer perspective, you've got that guarantee and there is nothing better than that. So the blockchain is the only way, really, you really can prove it. Otherwise, it's the company saying, you know, we're RJC certified, we're using those factories and as a business, we absolutely are. We can't work with you unless you're RJC certified. We have checks in place to make sure all those factories are checked, that they have to fulfill those. We have audits done from the RJC, so it's 100% above board anyway, and our guarantee is that it's like that. Blockchain absolutely gives a different level of guarantee. And it can give you as a customer just that full confidence that your diamonds are responsibly sourced. And I think, you know, this blockchain technology for us, going back to being a bigger business again, has been incredibly hard to implement. And we didn't just want to do part of the journey. So we it took, this has been a year and a half in the making to get us to the launch of Origin, to make sure that we absolutely had the authenticity behind it that we ticked every single step. You know, we've been working with Leanne for a while to make sure that the journey is really customer focused. So throughout that journey, a diamond could be in a parcel and it could leave Botswana. It could go to Dubai to be sold. It might not get sold. It could go back to Botswana again. That's all tracked. The customer doesn't necessarily need to see every single diamond on its passport that it's actually traveled to by different countries. But actually it does need to see Where did it come from? What factory has it gone to? What did the rough look like? And when we did the diamond mapping, so when you've got the rough of the diamond, it goes through diamond mapping, which means you get the best possible cut from that diamond. They can see all of that, to the polishing, to the setting, to where the gold and silver, whether it's all recycled. And I think it's really important, actually, to touch on the recycled metals, because actually they're the raw materials from Earth, and recycling them uses less power, and there's less mining, but you can see where that's come from as well. So that blockchain technology really gives you the guarantee that the RJC is a guarantee, so is the Kimberley Process. But this gives you a different level of guarantee that the customers can see. And I think, you know, the proposal is amazing. So you know, we work in a bridal industry uh, mainly, and I think you get your ring, fantastic. Then to be able to go into an app and see where your diamonds come from. The mapping that's gone on, the polishing to the end result, it's amazing. And I think it's a different way to tell your friends, look, I've got engaged and look at what I can see. Look at the authenticity of my diamond. I don't think there's anything better. And actually, that's how we will breed a different way. So the customers will have different needs soon. They won't just want the diamond. They're going to want the passport that comes with it to know they've got the guarantee that they don't have a blood diamond. And actually, they know that all the workers have had fair wages and living conditions and they're treated well. I think all those things are really important and it just opens up a different language for customers to talk to. And they can talk to it in a really passionate way because they can be really proud that they've got this blockchain passport.
2: Leanne, did you want to add anything? Look, I think Helen hit the nail on the head. Beyond the traceability of the diamond and where it's come from, there's so much more elementary data around the sustainability now. What was the, you know, use of water in its production facilities? Was it reticulation? Is there renewable energy in the manufacturing and the cutting and polishing of that diamond, not just from perspective of recyclable metals? So there's so much more that can be added and layered into the platform. We hinted in the diamond story with the origin program around the SDGs, which is the sustainable development goals. I like to say it's the world's to-do list. The United Nations gave us a favor and said, this is what the world needs to do. And when we connect that across the supply chain, it's incredibly empowering to see the type of doing good while doing well programs that the industry collectively provides And that one diamond is able to tell its story, how it has impacted the lives of millions of people around the world as it's transformed from pretty much a rock out of the ground to something that's beautiful and scintillating on people's hands. And the contribution of that is changing lives in countries that are far away from where you are in your purchase. But it definitely connects you to the meaning of that ring goes beyond just the I promise and I do. You're actually doing something good at the same time.
1: It's like, I promise I do and I did, because you did care about where it came from. And I think that's the difference that customers will start asking those questions in a more informative manner. Helen, I want the T-shirt. Can I have the T-shirt? <laughs> yeah, okay. I was going to say, right
0: there, that's the mic
1: drop moment right there. I I, do.
0: I promise I do, I did. Yeah, done it. It's great. <laughs> but from both of your perspectives, maybe this might be more relevant to you, Leanne, but how does the blockchain contribute to fostering accountability and sustainability in more kind of... I want to say a global supply chain, thinking about how Ernest Jones is a global company, especially in the diamond sector. And are there any specific real world examples that you can share that demonstrate
2: the transformative
0: impact of blockchain and supply chain transparency?
2: There's so many. Like I've always said that the diamond, gemstone and jewellery sector is the exemplar industry when you compare it to many other industries Ultimately, because we do have the Kimberley process that garnishes together more than 80 countries in the world that has that declaration and promise and the system around conflict free with the Kimberley process, it's a rock, which ultimately is unique by its very nature. It's like a snowflake. So we are able to capture that identity across the life of that item. And then, of course, we touch across many different elements of the world when we think about mining in the depths of Tanzania and Botswana right the way across into the tundra the ice tundras of Canada so there are many examples i guess one which early on in in our industry has been in the color gemstone industry that Everledger led with a program called Moyo Gems and it was in Tanzania now there's 50 mining women in Tanzania that have been involved in color gemstones they are artisanal small scale miners When we're able to introduce the technology, but not only that, the knowledge, that baseline knowledge of gemology at the same time as technology, then mining and communities are able to become empowered to make better decisions, not just only from a perspective of the safety of mining, but also so they can amplify and tell their story. And some of the profits that are deemed through those artisanal small scale miners where we are able to get direct offtakes into the larger scale US market and even UK market with big companies like Signet, it's incredible how much that one trade element can invoke a generational difference to that community by building a hospital and a school or contributing to gemology for girls and women so that the next generation of those miners are physically connected to that supply chain. And technology plays a significant role and so do does the lifting of the standards of education. I think knowledge is key, right? As much as we people need to know about this technology, it's then accessibility and affordability. So how do we ensure that accessibility to education, accessibility to technology is affordable? And that's really one of the programs that we have been able to combine across industry. It takes more than just one. But it's certainly the large voice and the large buying power and the committed values of Signet is one of the biggest signals to market that any large corporation can make because the rest will follow knowing that they're treading in the footsteps of giants.
0: We're all on a journey towards a greener future, making conscious choices about the products we buy. Have you ever wondered about the origins of the jewellery you wear? Well, wonder no more. Ernest Jones, Britain's favourite high street jeweller, is launching an exclusive new collection called Origin by Ernest Jones. This dazzling collection features 28 diamond rings, from classic solitaires to contemporary halo designs. But what sets it apart is the transparency it offers. Every diamond in the collection is fully traceable, responsibly sourced and handcrafted in recycled platinum or gold. How do they do it? with cutting edge blockchain technology. You can now trace your diamond's unique journey from the depths of the earth to your finger. The blockchain records every step, including design, sourcing, cutting and assessing, giving you a digital passport for your diamond. Ernest Jones is a proud member of the World Diamond Council and the Responsible Jewellery Council. They've partnered with trusted suppliers to ensure their diamonds are conflict-free, responsibly sourced and come from ethical minds that prioritise the well-being of miners and the environment. And guess what? Ernest Jones is the first UK retailer to bring this fully traceable blockchain-powered collection to their high street stores. So join us in leading the way to a more sustainable future with Origin by Ernest Jones. Let's make a difference, one diamond at a time. Shop the collection now, in-store or online at ernestjones.co.uk Moving on to our last question, the journey from mine to market involves so many different touch points, so many different people and stakeholders. And it can be quite complicated, I would believe. As a layman, I probably see it as quite a complicated and convoluted process. How does blockchain streamline that and authenticate the intricate steps in the diamond supply chain from mining all the way to retail. And can you share insights on how this technology ensures the authenticity of the quality of the diamonds and, I guess, providing consumers with that peace of mind and that value at every single price point?
1: So I'm just going to start at the start point. So as a business, we're RJC certified. And that means we have to stick to certain rules and we get audits based on it. And one of those rules would be if you came into one of our stores, so Ernest Jones or an H. Samuel, you'd see on that price ticket, the size of that stone, and the quality of that stone. And we have to do that legally in the price. Now, that has to absolutely have been checked and be 100%. If you were to go into other jewellers, because they're not necessarily under the RJC, that doesn't necessarily have to be true. And we've probably all heard those horror stories of someone who's gone in to get their diamond insured and it's not quite what they thought it was going to be. Now, the RJC will try and give that guarantee, but actually, you then take blockchain into that. And where the blockchain is tracking the Kimberley Process. You've got that certificate. You'll have a GSI certificate that goes with it as well. That will tell you what is the quality of that stone, what is the size of that stone. That gives you the guarantee that you can actually really see what you are buying. And I think that's the piece that the blockchain will really give you because you can see it there, and then you can go through it on your phone, and you can see all those details. So you can see all your certificates to hands. So if you were going to your insurance company there's your certificates. So you really have got that peace of mind and guarantee of exactly what you are buying. And it's 100% authentic. If you want that 100% authenticity, I'm not sure that there's a different way of getting it. Before blockchain, it was being RJC certified. If you take that customer angle, that's the way I see that as getting the authenticity and guarantee of the diamond passport. And it's the same for the gold and the metal where that is also recycled and traced. You can also see where that comes from.
2: Yeah, I think what blockchain has done is moved the elementary checks and balances from the company. So we know that the company is a signet or the supplier is called ABC or the mine is DEF. And we've done checks and balances on that. And there's very, it's called KYC, know your customer. And there are very good standards across the board from banking standards right the way through to the RJC. But what blockchain does is connect the object right which is the diamond itself and so it's a knockout punch it's a kyo know your object and so it puts diamonds at the center of that connected supply chain and it says this diamond is actually the most important now which company is it currently with what uh, machine was it placed in was that machine connected by renewable energy? What transportation did it take when it transformed itself from Botswana into Dubai? And therefore, if it was on a plane, what was the carbon footprint of that diamond as it was transported? Now, naturally, trade occurs, and we're starting to see the extended requirements of data beyond just saying, what is the price I pay for this diamond? Yeah, I would say Everledger focuses on that cost of the planet. You know, when we think about I'm buying it for a dollar, selling it for two, I'm asking the question, yeah, but how did it get there? And therefore, what hands did it go through? And was that person fairly paid? And I'm seeing it from the angle and the perspective of the diamond, right, as it's the centre of my universe rather than here is the company and the people that I'm working with. So I guess that's the fundamental difference, the KYO. I know I've said that that was our last question. I think it's just raising a few other things in my mind that I just wanted to maybe
0: touch on quickly. I know we're talking about traceability, but something on the on um, the
2: flip side are lab-grown diamonds. And where does blockchain sort of sit in with something like that as an alternative? I mean, blockchain is agnostic, right? It's a technology that sits in the middle and it, its job is not to decide what is good, bad or better. Its job is to report on its truth. And the truth is really bound in the facts of data, and so, from a perspective of lab-grown diamonds, I could say the different types of data that we're interested in: uh, the machines that are used to grow the diamond, is it HPHD, high pressure, high, high temperature, or is it CVD, a chemical vapor disposition? And if it's a chemical vapor disposition, then what chemicals, right? What chemicals are being used to make and bake that diamond? Is there nitrogen? Is it carbon sequestration uh, around biofuels? Like what are those sorts of attributes that we should be asking those questions? The diamonds will still be bought for a dollar and sold for two. It'll still go through the supply chain, but there are so many more questions to be asked. And that data capture point is really where blockchain is able to make a difference. Now, you know, I can get those answers from asking questions to people, but if I was to connect it to machines and we're able to get the machine to tell us, is it using its renewable energy? What type of chemicals was used in the manufacturing? How much water was recycled or re- reused as a part of the process? Then that's when you get a really interesting baseline of truth that then starts to come out through that supply chain. And from there, claims can be made those claims around whether it is a carbon neutral diamond or not and we have a long way to go in industry believe me to get to even remotely talking let alone being able to evidence
1: that fact From our perspective, we're very open to lab grown. So we do sell them in America and we're just really listening and waiting for the UK customer to start asking for it. It's not something we've had huge demand for at all. I think there are some customers that come in and are concerned if you're selling them because it's not the real thing. So I think there's just a level of understanding that, you know, the customers have really got to get about what is lab grown and what are natural diamonds. But, you know, it is something we would look at in the future. Thank you for answering that, both of you. I know I put you both on the spot. Yeah, it was just something that came into my
0: mind because... I'll be honest, I have a lab grown diamond engagement ring and it's always been a question to me that I think is lab grown better, is natural better, but I think there's a space for both. But I think natural diamonds are probably better if they're traceable in the sense that how we're discussing today versus lab grown where, as you very, very rightly said, Leanne, there are a million questions to ask associated with it. With I like what you said, that the making and baking of that diamond and how you get to that point. Unless you've got a company that is able to provide all of that information very clearly and very transparently and say these are the areas where we need to improve, then is there any point? Are you better? You are essentially better off going for a fully traceable blockchain enabled, naturally mined
1: diamond.
2: Agree. Both natural and mined have. Challenges when it comes to sustainability and environment, they're just different. They're different challenges to be solved and different data to be evidenced. One big question, of course, which is a bigger question that everyone's asking in the environment space, is beyond carbon, Uh, you know, methane. Methane is probably a larger challenge for us to solve than just carbon alone. And so when you think about how you make and bake that diamond in a CVD process, it's using methane. So why aren't we as an industry collectively asking that type of question? And it's our job as technologists and data scientists um, with environmental backgrounds to be able to start saying, well, let's look under that, uh, look under the rug and see what we can find. Some of it might be dust of gold and others could be dirt that needs to be cleaned up. But ultimately, we've got to start thinking about the combination of environment science, data science, and then, of course, the material science. And the three of those will start to yield entirely new industries, entirely new questions, and entirely new value propositions for the customers to consider.
1: And I think it's educating that customer so they ask the right questions. And I certainly think from what you're saying from Natural Diamonds, yes, having that traceable angle is really important. And, you know, we we have launched in Ernest Jones, the Origin Collection and the feedback from customers have been phenomenal. They're so proud to have an Origin ring. And I think that's fantastic. That's what we need to be seeing, because that's how we will change the industry and lead people into better practices, whether they're large or small companies. So thank you both
0: so so much Leanne is just a font of knowledge and she will be back in the last episode so next week she'll be back that was a really insightful conversation and the work being done in this space is truly remarkable in the meantime please join me next week for the final episode of the season where we'll be looking towards the future of blockchain and how it will enhance more sustainable practices Until then, make sure you subscribe and listen back to previous episodes of Sustainably Influenced on all good podcast platforms. You can follow at Sustainably Influenced on Instagram and TikTok and our newly launched platform. I'm Bianca Foley. Thank you for listening. This season of Sustainably Influenced was produced by Content is Queen, sound editor Amber Miller and presented by Bianca Foley.